Hi everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine and I'm here with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. Scott. Matt's almost too cool mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, he's wearing sunglasses. And Rob. Greetings. Okay, the, it's we're recording this um, at an atypical time. We actually did something that we've never done as a podcast, and that is have a, I guess, quote-unquote family dinner on Saturday night. I feel like we've Le- done that before. No, but not... Not a dinner leading into a recording of the podcast. I think we've done it the opposite way, where we recorded a podcast and then we've eaten. Maybe. But, I, but it is Saturday evening. Um, so if we're missing any late-breaking news that happens on Sunday, the 27th, forgive us, please. But it is soon to be sundown, and the where I'm <laughs> sitting uh, is uh, there are large windows in the kitchen, and the sun is just like blaring into my eyes so i'm wearing sunglasses indoors all right anyway uh, carry on um all right so we're gonna start as we always do with matt complaining you brought it up you brought it up and then now we're gonna do our topping it off where we talk about a disney drink somewhere around the world universe or land and uh, rob you are topping it off this week all right this is as basic as it gets I don't know if this is um, screwdriver-esque in the sense of it's just... Um, Simple. Yeah, so I don't know. I, meaning, I, I never heard of this. The drink is the Salty Dog. Does anybody... I've has, never heard of that. Okay, no. so maybe it's a, you know, a, a version. But, okay. So this is at Ale and Compass. Oh, and have I you had, ever been there for a drink? Huh? Have we ever had a top and an off I don't know. Yes, I know. I, there's at least been one that I've okay. had from there. But this was the actual restaurant, and mm. it was for breakfast. This was on their morning libations wow. uh, menu. Fun. So it is Svedka, vodka, and grapefruit juice. That's it. Simple. Yeah, and it, it has a lime salted rim. Mm. I couldn't really taste the lime. It was salt. I feel like so, this is such a Rob drink. Yep. So for, it is. It's for like for a bre- screwdriver, but instead of orange juice, grapefruit juice. Yeah, but I didn't know if it had a, a specific name. That's yeah, right. I never, I never heard of a salty dog before. Yeah, but maybe that is just. But a lot of places don't offer grapefruit juice, like typically. So maybe that's just. It was. I love grapefruit, so this was <laughs> scrumptious. Are you the type like, that would just ooh. like you could just eat a grapefruit? Yep, and I do. And no, I do. Nothing on it. Ugh. No sugar. Nothing. So, so no. Tart. And what I do is, so I cut it. A, I cut it. I don't know. Down the middle. And I have a grapefruit extraction fork slash knife. Oh, the one with, with like... With a serrated edge? Yes, yes, yes. And then you you take out the wedge and all the juice is left in the cup, basically. And then I squeeze all the juice out. Wow. Who knew? We had such yep. a grapefruit, grapefruit enthusiast on I know. Yeah. In our I very love, podcast. Love, love. No sugar, nothing. Wow. Just, wow. So this drink was right, and it was a good morning if you want juice in the morning. And alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and alcohol. It was only, it's, it's actually, juice. <laughs> it was only $11, so for Disney that wasn't too bad. That's right. Yeah. Is grapefruit your go-to juice? Like if I was like, you can have any juice in the morning. Probably. If it's wow. there, yeah, that's what I'm going to get. So that's a, uh, a dark horse pick. <laughs> We're, I, I will say a little bit how the sausage gets made. We are planning a trip up for our podcast where we will be down in May at some point. Um, and we have a brunch scheduled somewhere. 
that we have never been before. And it's on Disney property at Plancha, which is at the Four Seasons or the Waldorf Astoria. Four Seasons. Four Seasons. And they have bottomless mimosas with orange juice, peach juice, mango juice, guava, grapefruit, watermelon, and blood orange. The question is, Rob, will you get grapefruit juice over watermelon yeah. juice? No, no. Watermelon number yeah, one. That will be Numero the first. uno. That will what would be the you first. choose out of those, Matt? I was very distracted by like the like chainsaw going on outside. <laughs> orange, peach, mango, guava, grapefruit, watermelon, blood orange. And there's an orange and a blood orange. Um, probably um, peach. Scott? You gotta go guava here, because that's a rare option. I 100% agree with you. I'm going guava. I'll probably have the... I'll run the You'll, you'll yeah, do I'll the rainbow. <laughs> Can you bring me out one of everything? Yeah, it's like I a might, flight. I, I might do that, too. Like, try some of the weirder ones, the ones that are And aren't. then mix them together. Yeah. yeah like the this is guava watermelon. <laughs> Did, did you know that watermelon's an option? Yeah. Oh, well. Well. This is way off topic. In Pennsylvania, it's illegal to have bottomless drinks. Really? Like that? Yeah. Because there's a local restaurant that complained on Facebook because they were doing it and didn't realize it. I guess they... And they're like, thanks to the one person that complained to the Liquor Control <gasps> Board. Who would ever do I know. that? The yeah. Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board is one of the most antiquated, archaic... Yes. archaic systems it's like some like i mean i don't know when it was established but it seems to have been established around the time of prohibition they're like let's just it was keep, let's just keep most of this yeah. and they're yeah. like no <laughs> yeah. so, well, so that was anyway yeah, so, that's so. that was quite a detour but uh you'll have a fun um review coming up in the next month or so that we will all hopefully be sober enough to eventually review Yo, what am I here? I mean, like, I. It's I, a car. It, yeah, but is it? It's yes, a, it's a car. Or a car yes. Or something. Seems like they're having trouble okay. getting it turned over. Well, it'll be okay. I didn't hear it at all. Yeah. Stevie, <laughs> your your sense of, of yeah when yeah because puts the glasses on and now all of a well, that's the thing is that so you're you're absolutely right because I'm my my vision's impaired my <laughs> your other senses all my are others. becoming stronger. That's how it works, guys. <laughs> All the other senses are heightened. All right. Anyway, uh, Rob, <laughs> like a superhero. Yes. <laughs> um, so this this one came out of nowhere. Nobody usually you get the rumors and things. So Disney announced a new tower for the uh, Polynesian Village Resort. It's going to be a DVC tower. Um, so it looks like a I called it a courtyard by Marriott. Um, didn't say officially how many. I saw somebody say 10. It doesn't look like 10 stories to me. Seven. you were going to say 10 rooms. Oh, uh, like, no. <laughs> but um, it looks like they repurposed Reflections and moved it over to... Sure does. To, mm-hmm. So this is going to sit on the on what was the location for um, Spirit of Aloha uh, dinner R-I-P. show. Yeah. So it's going to sit in between... I guess the Grand Floridian Wedding the Pavilion. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and the far side of And the exterior uh, looks looks very bland. Like that's, that's No, no, really no. I, it looks like reflection. I sent Catherine a picture of the concept art of this and the reflections resort and she sent the gift back of Pam Beasley saying they're the same picture. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, the thing I like best about this is how much it reminds me of all those Polynesian towers that are in Ugh. the South Pacific, of which there are none. Yeah, it's it's a shame. 
It's, it's it's in Honol or Waikiki or Honolulu is not a big city. Yeah, I guess, but it's that really what you want to model your Polynesian themed villa or oh, oh yeah, a major <laughs> bustling <laughs> metropolitan city. But couldn't they have just used the long houses, houses and, just and just make it taller? Up. Yeah. Like what was wrong with that design? I, At least it would be consistent. Right. Yeah. That's going to stick hope they out don't like a screw sword up thing. these rooms cuz as you all know, the Polynesian rooms are my absolute favorite. And they're not going to be as big. Let's Oh yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, this is a shame. I'm not. I'm, so I feel like this was not well received by the Disneyverse. No, no. <laughs> well, not not just that, but the spirit of uh, um, Aloha being closed with closed. no fanfare. Just yeah. like the long. If that was well, no, Hoopty Doo's been around longer, but that was like. A big... That's been around forever. I've, I did that when I was a kid there. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I did it too. I was did back you? in like 94, yeah. 95. Oh my gosh, I've never done it. Mine would have been in the 80s. No, I guess yeah. I've been 92. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I think I'd be... Um, I think I'd be especially sour if uh, the Polynesian was my DVC home resort. And I'm like, now I might get stuck in this tower. Like, well, no, because it'd be separate properties. Yeah, it's going to be like oh, it's uh, be Wilderness a... Lodge because they can't have the same expiration date for something that's being built now versus the people who bought it like five or six years ago. Oh, okay. So 2015. This is going to be completely separate from the existing yeah. Polynesian DVC. If, Correct. Like You'll buy a contract for It's like that Copper tower. Creek, Boulder Ridge. I understand. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. was... I, that makes sense. I, I, I said... Who, what is the market for these that they're building these? Like, there's still people. I just take the resale market out, right? Okay. And people know that whole game. But, like, there's still people that want to go through Disney and buy this stuff. <laughs> Do you think they're just doing it because there's not enough rooms to house the people who already have them? No, because. No, what are they? All that. Huh? Yeah, they don't care about that. I mean. No. I, I told you, I think they like DVC rooms. I figured it out is that they get to book all this revenue and call 50 years it, worth yeah. of revenue up front. So that's why they like DVC. I, isn't, I just don't, that, isn't that a situation though where you're robbing Peter to pay Paul? Sure. I mean, and then down the line, they're going to be... This is a Wall Street thing. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It screws them down the line though because then they lose revenue and they still got to provide the services. Yeah, but it's all the dues and stuff cover a bunch of that stuff. So, who is buying a new DVC right now from Disney? That is insane. Suckers. Those prices. Don't do it. Are no no good, guys. Don't do it. Buy resale if you're gonna buy. And the perks are not worth. No, they scale those back. Especially now. Yeah, the, they the, really <laughs> scale those back. And when I say when I mean by that, like the. The annual pass discount is really right. like the biggest perk. And that's not quite as hefty it, as it used to be. No. Right. So, so this is a bit of the just family. I don't think it, uh, <laughs> I don't think I meant it. I mentioned that they're planning, excuse me, a 2024 uh, opening date. Yeah. Okay. Having not even begun to break ground. Yeah, but you know what? They made a pretty quick turnaround on the Riviera. That's absolutely they sure true. Did. More to come on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you figure. If they start, say they started in May, potentially, mm -hmm. that's more than 18 months. Yeah. And that's just the beginning of 2024. Yeah. So, hmm. and they probably have the plans are, because <laughs> I, I would not be shocked if they repurpose the re, uh, reflections. Yeah, I agree. The architectural plans for a lot of this. 
Because they look way too similar. Yeah, they sure <laughs> so do. Stupid. Um, so minivans are coming back. This was another one of those. <laughs> nobody. Really... I did not hear about this until you were briefed. Yeah, this came out. This, this came out Thursday. So, uh, shockingly, Disney announced this on TikTok of all places um, that minivans are rolling back in, and uh, it says summer. So. So here was my question to Catherine when I was talking to her the other day about this. Did they store the minivans for two years, or did they have to purchase all new ones? So it says much of the minivan fleet has been had been sold off, but a number of SUV, SUVs remain in storage at the Epcot parking lot. So, And I, I noticed in the video, they use Chevy vehicles, and I know most of the Chevy line. So they showed a Suburban, which i never seen them before. Yeah, those were always the Traverse. They had, the, yeah, they had, they had Equinoxes. And then they had traverses. And so this picture was of a Suburban. So I don't know. It sounds like they're purchasing new vehicles. I mean, based on that. If they yes, sold yes. off most of the fleet. Yeah. I like yeah. The, they go to TikTok. They're like, hey, Gen Z, you want to pay an exorbitant price to drive <laughs> around in a 2016 Chevy Traverse? So, so they drop that. And then they get on the trend of some of the things that are popular. Uh, so then they did it, the Uncut Joms. Uh, yeah. They did a spoof on that. It was like, that was a month ago. Yeah. It's like, come on, get on top yeah, of like, it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I was with, tired of the Uncut Joms mm-hmm. thing, like two days into that break. Yeah. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the comments were brutal. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> they were so just out like, of touch. Yeah. But, but can you imagine the layers? I would like to know. The red tape. Yeah, like how many layers that has to go through. Oh, absolutely. You know it's insane. Yeah. (laughs) Man, it would be cool if they just had, like, the ability to just do funny... Like what Wendy's does? Like Wendy's Twitter account? Oh, yeah, Universal's. Universal's brutal on Twitter. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. I love that. I love... Like, there's there's a... Slim Jim? Yeah. (laughs) You know, that engenders a lot of, like, respect in my book, like... It, of just that level of just like shooting from the hip, shooting from the hip, and you're just like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, go Wendy's. <laughs> but uh, the minivans are just outrageously expensive, and I saw people come. This is in my own thought. It's like they were worried about bringing this back, and they still don't have the trans back in the parking lots. <laughs> well, it's now like, you can take a minivan from your parking spot to the seriously. front of the park. But it's all about the money. It's it, you know. That's so stupid. Yeah. Um, on a positive note. All right. All right. Here we go. Hey. Hey. Yes. Uh, cultural representatives are returning to Epcot's World Showcase later this summer. Yes. So, yeah, it says uh, the, the program is being reinstated with a start date of August 2022. And they're targeting, they, they said it'll be in phases, but they're targeting Germany, Norway, Italy, France, UK. And Canada. Good. I don't want Ashlyn from Savannah serving me my filet mignon in Lassalier. I want a flag shirt. No. Oh, that depresses me so much. I just. It just feels like uh, Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards, or it's like (laughs) it's like some like seventeen-year-old kid in like the Italy Mm. pavilion. It's like Buongiorno. Here's a cannoli. No, so, I do think that's important for I do too. I know. It it, it's definitely so missing. You oh. don't realize it, and then it's... Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's just a nice touch. Um, mm. So they said they're going to... If people got their time cut short, 
when COVID hit, for people that, <coughs> sorry, for people that were approved. They'll come back? Yeah, they're, they're going to be, I mean, obviously, I guess if they still want to. It says um, sh sh program was shortened, canceled, or waitlisted in 2020. Hmm. That's um, great. Yeah, so, yeah, a good thing. I and then that. And then another, uh, this is kind of positive. The parks are staying open longer, and I don't think we've realized it or, or took note of it. So I saw an article. They released um, some for hours in a, in a week or so, um, early April. Um, Disney's Hollywood Studios is moving from the original 9 a.m. to an 8 a.m. opening. Good. And so uh, resort guests get in at 7.30. Good. That's super early. Yeah, that is early. Yeah, that's great. Are they keeping yeah. Animal Kingdom open later yet? Let me get you those hours. Because uh, one of the things that I've missed is Pandora at night, and the mm -hmm. park closes at like 7. Yeah, so. yeah So it says, again, this is only a week time frame. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because of Easter, but mm. hopefully they make it permanent. Um, but it's a week, it's well into a week before Easter. Openings moving from 9 to 7.30, and park closing moves from 7 to 8.30. That's getting there. Yeah. Magic Kingdom's going from an original closing of 9 to 11. Wow. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So. I guess that's one one positive. So let's hope they, they you guys remember, like, the 3 a.m.? Extra magic hours, 3 a.m. 1 a.m. Oh, my. <laughs> that was the bomb. And then just, like, all the kids would just mass exodus after, after fireworks. And yeah. you could knock out, like, every single ride in the park from, like, 1030 well, to... You can still do that with Genie Plus. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Did you see... This is, this is news, but on a very, very low level. Did you see they had Dumbo in the yes. parks? What's up with that? A costumed Dumbo. Did it Was walk it? on two feet? Yes. It's, That's not what it's, Dumbo does. It's upwards. And it's like one of the smushy ones. It's like a... It, it was like... Describe what you mean oh, <laughs> as a smushy one. No, <laughs> don't show the picture. No. I didn't know what that meant. I was trying to picture. You know how King Louie... Yes. Is kind of more rotund than he is tall, even though it's a so it was a very short person in a costume. Like it was like a rotund hmm. Dumbo. They rotundo. Fly? They fly to him? No, no, no. But he, he did or did not have four feet on the ground. Two feet on the ground. Yeah, that's not what Dumbo does. Dumbo walks. Dumbo on don't feet. do that. Dumbo don't do that. <laughs> you heard it here first. What was that? A moonlight magic or something? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I, I was I was flabbergasted when I saw that, honestly. Dumbo ain't a biped. Well, he's not. I mean, it's King Louie walks on two feet, but... Yeah, but, I mean... Look, know. this is this is really getting in the way of my suspension of disbelief. If yeah. Dumbo's out there walking on two feet. But you're cool with him being able to fly. A hundred percent. Okay, cool. The, um, the walkway in front of um, Creations... Oh, the one that smells like sewer? Uh, no, 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 the, the, one, the one from Spaceship Earth. Okay. Like, that opened as well. So you could go great. straight under Spaceship Earth up and to World Showcase. In oh, front that's of helpful. Spaceship. It's been a real maze. Creations. And that, what, what's the, so the... Wait, that's the store? Creations, yes. shop, and then what's the, Connections Cafe. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, so that opened. You know what drives me nuts? That they like try to like 
church up connections, Kath. Like, it's a quick service. Like, you don't need to tell me how the beams and the ceiling relate to, like, like, Walt's. Oh, it's supposed to be like a mirror of Progress City, right? Oh, God. It's going to smell like chicken fingers within 10 minutes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's going to be sticky. So sticky. And the Starbucks is going to be adjacent to that location. Mm -hmm. So the one in World Showcase is closing. So what are they going to do with that? So we said, what are they going to do with that? I had a guess. I do not know. I think we're getting that permit. I think we're getting a permanent festival booth, like we have La Isla Fresca. Like there's that Mexico booth never goes away now. That's, That's always true. there. It's even, always there. Even non-festival. So we're getting even closer to Epcot, guys. <laughs> this is this is apropos. Well, I mean, you said Starbucks. So I guess it's not apropos of nothing. But I was just daydreaming the other day about oh, how awesome it would be if it was Duncan instead. Oh, yeah. It'd just be so much better. It's just look. I love them both. Oh, I'm a dunk. I'm a dunk head. Yeah, I'd much rather dunk. It, Ride or die for Dunkin' it's Coffee. It's two different things. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, they 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 think their speculation will get a lot of park news this week because there's an investor. Oh, okay. High level investor call. Right. Okay. Gonna, might be dropping bombs on. So I hope there's a bomb in a good way. Drop. In a, in a good way. <laughs> you, you beat me to that. I probably, one. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, don't use say that. that. Yeah, that's um, probably a bad. He will be delivering news. Yes. <laughs> anyway, all right. So is that it for news? That is it. All right. So Scott, you want to talk about our main topic? Yeah. So what I was thinking about the other day, and this came out of um, watching on YouTube some old d23 footage and thinking about how those parks panels have played out over the years uh, in terms of their implementation in the parks so i was kind of compiling and and catherine helped me out with this uh a listing of some of the different things that we have been presented at the d23 15 17 and 19 and we are going to grade them in terms of their implementation in the parks today. So like if what we were presented, the bill of goods we were given at the parks panel is fully implemented in the park, exactly as the vision was laid out, that's an A. If something went wrong and it does not exist in the park, that would be an F and then fill in the blanks in the, in the, in the middle there. All right. I like this. Okay. So we'll start with, uh, with 2015, and we'll kind of give you um, an idea, just an example here of, of what we're looking at as far as these options. And just for mm-hmm. my uh, clarification here, what was our first D23, Kath? 13. 13 was the first one we went to. I would wonder if there's anything from 13 that like hasn't been implemented. I don't think they did a parks panel, though. I think it was just live action and remember. animation, and that was like the big one where like, this is the first time you're ever going to hear Let It Go. Yeah, I, I don't I I don't believe it was and that was set, almost 10 years ago yeah That's, it was uh, set up totally you're lucky different. if I remember what we had for dinner last night or tonight, tonight. <laughs> we just had it all right go ahead Scott. all right so in 2015 we learned that as part of the largest expansion in the park's history Disney Animal Kingdom would invite guests into the world of Avatar and transform after dark with new nighttime experiences so we got Pandora the world of Avatar Avatar Flight of Passage Rivers of Light, and the Sunset Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, what do we think about what 
was so as far as what we were presented, we were presented that that world of Avatar, the two rides, and I think they had given some concept art at that time of what the floating mountains would look like, uh, the different you know setup of uh, of Avatar Land, that sort of thing. How do you feel like that has panned out relative to what was presented? I give them high marks for everything but Rivers of Light. I think that mm-hmm. I, I think that um, that land is awesome. Uh, I've talked about it on past podcasts. So like anything that can make me actually like have evoke some kind of positivity of that garbage pile of a movie. <laughs> like it's, it's very well done. Uh, everything but rivers of light, which was ill fated and, and sucked and went away um, was great. I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's one of the best themed lands that they have. I think this, this park holds up. I mean, I know it's only been really about, four years, I guess, since this actually came into being that you could be in that park, but it still feels new. It still feels interesting and that there's a ton to look at, uh, whether you're in Flight of Passage and you're in the queue for that line or whether you're going on Rivers of, or um, not Rivers of Flight, Navi River Journey. Uh, this this part of the park, and I mean, I, I think we were talking a little bit earlier about the hours for Animal Kingdom it's very much a, a great park to be in the night nighttime because of how much they effort they put into to make it nighttime friendly. Yeah. Do you want us to assign like letter grading? Yeah, give it a letter. Give it relative to what you, I think you guys were at the twenty fifteen D twenty three. Were yeah. Do you, so um, based on what your impression was. I mean, I give it a. I don't think we were at that parks panel. Do you? We. We, we came in towards the end. Okay. Oh, so yeah, I remember that. this was probably towards the start, if they yes. were. I remember correct. coming in when they were talking about Soarin. Shanghai. And they talked about Soarin' Around the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think this was before we, we entered the It was hall. a nap. It was a... Remember when you could just walk in the park panels? That's funny. Yeah, What's that's that? hilarious. <laughs> I, give it a, I give it a B. Um, I give it... I, you know, I give it a full letter grade off for the disaster that was Rivers of Light. Yeah. But everything else, I think, <laughs> delivered on, on what they... I don't think they over-promised anything. I concur with that. That's I do, my... too. God, I feel... I, I do wish they would bring the nighttime safari. Like, that was such a big deal when they released that, that it was, like, different than the daytime safari. And I mm-hmm. wish they would, um, like, kind of continue that marketing because it is different and it's really good i love the nighttime safari i've had one, probably my best um your safari best safari <laughs> on uh at the nighttime uh safari i will Terrible say my sentence. my other my other like let me just ask this question before we continue because i think this is like a funny question that probably we would never really think of what is the concept art that you think of the most that you like look back and you're like, oh, I remember that concept art. Like whether it be like Toy Story Land or um, Reflections. I mean, that's a good one. I feel like we saw that concept art a lot. Or was it uh, was it Galaxy's Edge? Mine's Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. And it's okay. that one shot. Yeah. It's is like it the Millennium Falcon coming. It's out? like no, the Falcon's like in the background. It is a. It looks like what's the name of the uh, the the. It's not Tatooine. It's another desert. Like, what? What is the name of the um, world? Batu. 
Batu. It's like a it's it's like a courtyard scene, and you've got like people around. Like I can see it vividly. I think there's in my an, head. Uh, oh, I'm talking wolfie. of the. I'm I'm You're speaking of the, of the like the higher level, the where you can thousand see. foot. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Rob there that you're flying into it from above. Uh, see, I think about like the um, ground, I know you're ground about. level concept art. Mine is uh, Navi River Journey. Oh. Hands down. Uh, they the made this look... No, it was just like... It was almost like you were going through a canopy of like a tree, like a weeping willow, like you're going through it. <laughs> and they made the depth so like so deceiving in these photos that it was like oh like you're gonna be in this like wide river and then you get into the ride and it's just like small world like it's as big as small world but it's just with one really impressive uh animatronic that you have to wait to the end if it's not broken uh and this is this is just the one i always think about of like oh man that looked so cool and like i remember being like thinking wait, what's the big ride? Because like they amped both of these rides up so much at the time that they announced it that there was not a differentiation that like Flight of Passage was going to be something amazing and that Navi That's River true. Journey was going to be like a dark ride essentially like that you could find in Fantasyland. God, Navi River Journey <laughs> bites it. So maybe, I mean, I, not enough that I, I would consider going to like a C plus, but because Flight of Passage is so good. Um, but you're right. They they didn't like it, it, it. Like you had like this really like deep like you're looking at it from like the scale was really big. Mm -hmm. Like they made it look like the scale was big. Yeah, and and I guess that that that's a good point. That like early on, it wasn't clear on which one was the e-ticket attraction. Like they were they were really hyping them up almost equally, and it is apparent that those are not equal experiences. <laughs> the time will tell. Yeah, and I mean the wait time. Yeah, yeah the wait sure. time will tell. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay. So also in 2015, and I'm gonna kind of read this out so that we can react to it. Uh, the reimagining of Disney's Hollywood Studios will take guests to infinity and beyond, allowing them to step into the worlds of their favorite films, starting with the all-new 11-acre Toy Story Land. Guests will become part of the adventurous outdoors of Andy's backyard, including two new Disney park attractions and one expanded favorite. A family-friendly roller coaster, the coaster will zip and zoom, plunge and coast as it takes guests on a thrilling toy-filled adventure throughout the new land on the back of Slinky Dog. Alien Saucers attraction, the famous little green aliens from the movie, will take guests around for a spin in their very own flying saucers. And Toy Story Mania, guests glide into Toy Story Mania playset and take aim at 3D objects, which is just a new entrance to an old favorite and a new track. Yep. So as far as that description goes, anybody have a thought as to whether that delivered, didn't deliver? I mean, it delivered. It was cheap and, <laughs> you know, the, the budget wasn't what it was supposed to be, but they gave us the two rides the, the one thing that I think was a little bit of an under deliver on this was when you're looking at the slinky dog ride they really went low scale on ter in terms of the supports and things like that I kind of remember and maybe my memory is wrong on this but I remember that being much more of like toys or the supports and uh -oh. Like, the whole ride itself. Do you, remember, do you remember that model they used to have in One Man's Dream? I remember standing at that model. They had, they had a model that you could look at. And I remember being very confused about, like, 
the part where you accelerate and being like, is that where you get on? Because it was like kind of confusing that that was in the yeah. middle of the ride. And I remember standing there. It was one of the food and wine trips a few years ago with my friend Brianna. There was an old man working there. And we were like, wait, is that where? And like we were asking him all these questions. And it did look a lot cooler, I think, in model concept mm-hmm. of, of what the ride was going was gonna to be. I, I think that, I mean, I wasn't like super excited, nor did I think that this looked really cool, like, like <laughs> when they announced it. So, you know, I mean, I was about as whelmed yeah. as, you know, I, I, when it came out and I saw it as I was when I saw the announcement. So like in that, like. I don't think there was a lot of over-promising and under-delivering here. And and in that, I'll give them a B plus because they did everything that they said they were going to do. I wasn't super excited about it when they announced it. It was pretty much what was what was announced. Like, I don't think that there was anything in that, like... Met expectations. It thoroughly met expectations, <laughs> and the expectations were low, and the delivery was about did expected. Use, did this use land that was... The backlot tour, yes, for sure, right? I mean, it had to be some. I don't know all. I, that was Watto's Grotto. <laughs> yeah, what? I think like part of like the Alien Swirling Saucer, where they have like the expansion of Midway Mania, was probably like where you got on Catastrophe, like where yeah. you like where that show was, yeah. like where the loading area was. Okay. Uh, like where you got on the tram. Yeah. After yeah. all the no, no, no. Stuff. Like I mean, where the walkthrough, like where the queue was. Oh, okay. Um, I will say the one thing I think they missed here um, was I remember them really hyping up and it shows how much I Woody's know. Woody's Lunchbox? Yes. Hmm. Don't you remember like looking at that menu and being like, this is the best theme park food. I've never eaten there. I've never <laughs> eaten there. And like at the time of this announcement, I was like, oh yeah, tater oh, yeah. tots, potato barrel me up. <laughs> yeah. I remember us being real psyched about I have, Woody's Lunchbox. I have Boston. never eaten there. They did not give it enough um, seating area. They didn't give enough shade area, which I know they're fixing now. So like maybe, but like, is that ever somewhere we think to eat when we're in Hollywood studios? No, no, but I can't give it a a demerit because I haven't eaten. No, but I can, because there's, it's inaccessible. It's always an insane line. There are, there's no seating. Like there's five tables that like you have like all these families there that it's just like, you can't, unless you're getting a drink. I've gotten a drink there. Mm-hmm. The adult lemonade is amazing. It's great. So what's, your, so what's your letter grade? B. We had breakfast there. Okay. When it first, yeah. first. I remember open. that. Yeah. And we had the tarts or whatever. The yeah. tarts. I give it a B too. Uh, that seems like a, a reasonable. But my my yeah. thing is with some of this stuff. That's why I was asking about Backlot Tour. Did it replace something that was beloved? Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, Avatar... It was land. There was not. I mean, there was. Can't can't, I love Canadian. <laughs> yeah. So, and the backlot tour that it it Tasha Canyon was so dope. Yeah, I mean, wait, when it closed. I mean, at when it came out, it was awesome. But yeah, it was still cool. I mean, but would you do the whole like? No one liked the part at the beginning where they pull people from the crowd and you're getting like wet. Where you going in that? They showed how they made Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. (laughs) I was gonna say Waterworld, a Crimson Tide. I don't know some some Miramax movie from the 1980s. Yeah, I mean maybe in light of um, 
uh, the Woody's lunchbox thing, I, I'm inclined to give it a B as well. Oh, I didn't mean to. No, 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 I you mean did. I, I didn't. No, I didn't think I'm about ju- that. I'm just thinking. I was really excited about that. And you know what else? And this is just personal preference. I hate that Midway Mania is on the outside and on the inside now. I, I like the, the old entrance to Midway. Oh, me too. It's very nostalgic for me. It's like some of my favorite trips, like running to that. Exit. I like that walk. I like. I thought it was visually appealing that walkway. Pixar yeah. place. Yeah, it's yeah, almost it like the was. Disney lot. It's at, it is a bit of a downer where the entrance is to that now. Yeah. It yeah. just seems like it's an afterthought almost, but yeah. I, I don't think they promised anything different than what they delivered on that. I'm just saying that's an opinion. No, yeah, I agree. Scott, did you give that a grade? I gave it a B as well. Okay. Yeah. So, so then we move on here to 2017. Mm. Um, 2017 was a big year. Sure was. Now, the thing I'm going to yeah. start here with was actually something that was introduced at the live action panel yes mm-hmm. and then expanded upon at the parks panel yes and yep. that is the star wars themed land update this was the first intera- introduction of star wars galaxy's edge um so they told us that we were getting this at hollywood studios and disneyland resort and they told us guests will encounter characters including bb-8 chewbacca rex and kylo ren wait when Iger comes out and announces it, at, is it was, that 15 yeah. or 17? It was, oh, that was 15 at the live action panel. Sorry. Oh, oh, it oh. wasn't the parks panel. It was the live action 15. 15. That was yeah, because it had... That's they when tied everyone it, lost it, their minds. Yeah, that, right. they tied that in with I'm Force sorry, Awakens. Yes. And yes. then it was 17 when you got When we the, got more When we details. got the name yes. and we got... And then on the floor... On the convention floor, they had that giant model, model that you yes. could view. And then that's when they announced these things that you're talking about of the specifics of what characters you're going to see, what it's called. So we got we got more of those details about the, the things that were going to be in Galaxy's Edge. We got an explanation of what, you know, the experience was going to be like, the different items that were you know things like the cantina the name of the planet did you watch this entire presentation yeah i'm very eager i haven't got i've i've thought to go back and watch it because i'm so curious because we talk about it so often this is like this is like a moment yeah this is well i'll I'll start us off on this one i mean i think we know now what star wars land is it was presented at this at, at this panel as so much more in depth mm-hmm. than it than it is. And, and I think the best way to explain it is that they made it seem like this was going to be a living community. I mean, obviously, we all know it's a park and that it's going to close at night. But they made it seem like, you know, there were going to be things that were your happening. Your decisions affect your experience. Oh, that was a, that was yeah. a statement of that they course. used. In a Star Cruiser? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. They, they basically presented it in a way that this theming is unlike anything they'd ever done that it was going to be precedent setting that this land galaxy's edge was essentially going to be a living breathing organism Mm -hmm. that like you would be you would be hard pressed to like differentiate between like watching the movie like you would basically be living in that world and it's like which is a lofty promise to make and I, and I have to say, I mean, as far as immersion goes from Star Wars land, I don't know that this is that much better than Pandora in terms of immersion in, in the design of the, 
the park itself. Right, but I don't think that they, but they did not <laughs> present Pandora in this way. No, they didn't. They, but but what I'm saying is, if you're saying that if they if they were saying that this was going to be breaking all of the records the that they set <laughs> as far as immersion and theming and things like that, I think Pandora is similarly. Themed. That's a really good point. I never and it already existed. Like that. That's a great. That's a great point because at that point they were saying like, and that that what what other conclusions are you supposed to draw as a as a Disney fan and shareholder? Go ahead and crack that. Cheers. Um, Cheers. It's like I know that Pandora is great and, and knocks my socks off, and they're saying that this is basically precedent setting in theming. So I mean, what what other conclusion are you to draw other than this is going to be from a theming perspective, way better than Pandora. I think the and it's one, not the the one thing though is that Star Wars, the Star Wars um, franchise, is inherently more beloved. Oh, than, absolutely! So like absolutely. you could have everything the same theme wise, but people are gonna like the Star Wars stuff more because they like Star Wars more. Like right. you don't have these Pandora stands out in the world like. <laughs> Wearing dragons on their freaking shoulders in in the cool light of day. But if you're, but if we're being objective and we take the and and we take the IP that it's based on out of it. Oh, that, I at, I agree with you. Completely. I mean, I think you. The, there's a few things there that are definitely unique. I mean, the Millennium Falcon is a unique item that is not mirrored anywhere else. I mean, it's incredible. I it mean, is. That, it that's is incredible. Magical. I think that's pretty magical. Yeah, I think that, I still get kind of like goosebumps when I turn the corner and see it. Like, and I mean, I think it's worth saying if that wasn't sitting there, this park is essentially Pandora. I mean, I think it's very close. Yeah, I, I think quality they, wise, yeah, I think they fundamentally. I will stand by this till the cows come home. Mm -hmm. They should have used real lands that are in the movies. I agree with as that. As opposed to re creating something brand new. Do a combo of Tatooine and Endor, something like that, where, um, you know, you got a clear break or something. The fact that nobody's been, like, you can't see these <laughs> in, the, this, in the movies is, I think, one of their biggest issues. It does make it harder that way. I, I agree. Yeah, because I think they were thinking of it like blue sky. We can do anything we want. But then like when they didn't have the budget for it, it would have been a lot easier for them to be like, we're just going to make Endor. And like, also, <laughs> walking or, um, yeah. um, uh, Ewoks, Ewoks walking around. And also, it's based on the three latest movies and not the ones the that are beloved. Not the good ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so, that's why you use Tatooine because you can right. always use Tatooine. Right. They're but apparently there. that that was so. Whatever I was listening to, I I can't give a credit because I I watched so much with the Stark. But that was Kathleen Kennedy's doing of convincing Bob Iger that they should use the new pre or the new Sequels, trilogy yeah. um, as opposed to the original. Hmm. Well, that's why she made it under our bracket, guys. Yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> And, and I think it does, I mean, to a certain extent, I think it does make it confusing for some people because, you know, the First Order and the Resistance are not as well known as, you know, like Stormtroopers and But wouldn't the you Rebel rather Alliance. see Darth Vader just strolling around or come off yeah. a ship? Hell yeah. Personally, right? yes. Hell yeah, I would. No, and, and I'd like to see him just 
friggin' killing kids. I mean, not like literally, but you know, like in the movies. Yeah, like in the or Yoda or Boba Fett. Oh, I'd love a Yoda, uh, right? I'd or, love a Boba or Fett. A Boba Han Fett. Solo. Didn't they kind of make it seem like there would be droids? Yes, yes absolutely. Like, There's concept art of droids in pictures, and then they conveniently disappear at one point. Yeah. yeah, there was also going to be like kind of like a almost like a people mover type ride with I think Banthas like up above, like you know when you walk in like where Kylo. What? Bre- yeah, they were supposed to. I don't to- remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course we have the the B Arthur Dinner Theater. Which, yeah, I remember the restaurant. Like oh yeah, man. The, the dinner show. I don't know if they. They didn't specifically put that out there. That was a rumor. Yeah, yeah that was a rumor. Okay. That was not presented at the... Uh... I, I think, though, that, that we all collectively agree that this is your classic over-promise, under-deliver, and it's a shame. And, you know, for the most part, the people the, the, the people who aren't us, the, the, the ones that aren't following closely, the, the not-devotees... Um, are like, yeah, it's awesome. But for present company, we remember what you what you promised and what you said this was going to be, and it's not. And it doesn't mean that what your finished product ended up being isn't good. In fact, it's great. But it, you're, it's always going to pale in comparison to the world that you, the, the web that you spun, and I'm not going to forget it. And it's it's always going to taint my People experience. Yeah, it's always going to taint my experience there. You know, you, you you shoot yourself in the foot when you overpromise and underdeliver, and and for that reason, I can't give Galaxy's Edge more this in in this co- like context more than a C plus. Okay, yeah, that seems reasonable. I'm of the same mindset as C. D. Come wow. on. This is I mean what what we yeah. were promised and what we got are two full different lands. And yeah, I'm not but saying can you I, give it a D knowing how great like Rise of the Resistance is, knowing I, how like give, amazing I'm the, gonna give a little um story here is when we were in Disney in August, we went with Matt's brother, our sister in law, our niece and nephew and we spent a full day in Epcot and a full day in Hollywood Studios. So they did not get to see Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom. But we asked everybody, like, what was your favorite thing we did? And my sister-in-law said, Toy Story Land. We rode Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run. We did nothing in Toy Story Land. But she was like, I just like the theming better. I just thought it was, like, way more immersive and I was like, whew, Disney would not want your survey today, Tammy. <laughs> uh, it's just, I just don't, I mean, and then not to mention the things of late where like, you know, you're getting a plastic bag to carry your lightsaber. We're forgetting that? Like, mm. come on. People like, don't forget. People don't forget. And the fact that the line for Rise of the Resistance is two hours that I'm sorry that the line snakes out into Grand Avenue is a problem for me. Like you're not controlling something. It doesn't give me the aesthetic. It breaks all the time too. Yeah, and it breaks all the time. That's <laughs> another huge, way bigger problem with that park is that it's not even really worth your time anymore because the three major rides break all the time. I'm giving it a I stand by my D. I, I think That's fine. This all is right. the besides not doing something that they announced, which I know will be coming. Um I think this is the worst implementation of anything, and they they took all the stuff and put it behind a paywall in um, the mm-hmm. Star Cruiser. Yeah, it's true. 
All right, let's talk a little bit about Epcot. And mm-hmm. Epcot in 2017's Parks panel was a bit of a big deal. There were there were quite a bit of uh, This is the one where just you three were there, right? Just Holly and I. Yeah, we were at DuckTales. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, Holly... I'm talking about 2019 is the one that the three of you guys went stop. to. Stop, just stop. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never we mind. won't tell tale of that. The right. sunny eclipse day. All right. 2017, we were at DuckTales. By the way, DuckTales panel was great. Yeah, it sure was. It probably was not as good as the park panel, but it was still really fun. And we hey. sat front row. So. We did front row at DuckTales. Yeah. Ben, Benny Schwaz. Is that show even on anymore? I'm sure. I don't think so. Uh, it's on our DVR, so I think so. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, cool how about cool. that? Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, so we heard about the following. Guardians of the Galaxy. Epcot will have a brand new e-ticket attraction within Future World based on the rockin' attra- action-packed world of Guardians of the Galaxy. Rob is just, I just watched Rob's head explode that this was announced in 2017. Is it that what your reaction was? five years. Can you believe that? I, okay, I take... A year for COVID out. Ellen's Four University years. of Energy was slated to close August 13th, 2017. Universe. It wasn't a college. <laughs> what did I say? I'm university. An <laughs> you said University of Energy. I thought, I'm sorry. Ener- Yo, I went to Energy U. The U. <laughs> Throw it up. <laughs> what well, says, yeah, it says Ellen's Energy Adventure Inside Universe of Energy. Yeah, yeah. I think it just kind of slurred oh, together. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I can't the, believe the you. I, I can't believe it was that. Remember when they showed that picture of Peter Quill? This might be my second. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> I went when I was a kid. Like, no, no one cares. <laughs> Just stretch as much. Man, also, you know what's funny about how long that's uh, how long this has taken is think about how on top of public favor. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt was in 2017. Like, Chris Pratt. Pratt is great. Chris Pratt is so cool. Did you see him do the ice bucket challenge? Oh my god, so rad. And now think about Chris Pratt's public favor in 2022. Yeah. You know, how do we even grade this? He sure loves the lawyer. Well, we can do the rest of Epcot here. Okay. Also, Within World Showcase, an all-new space in the France Pavilion, a Ratatouille-inspired attraction will take guests on a dazzling chase across a kitchen restaurant. Okay. I was excited about that. They they frame this as a Paris copy. Copy. Yeah. So I think we're we're good with this. For me, this is a neutral. Oh yeah, that's an A. Do you is... want to just go through all of what was in Epcot first? Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So. With the China Pavilion to showcase the splendor and majesty of China, an updated film will be added. They do that? Did they do that? I, I think know that. they have done that. Yeah, okay. I think that that just recently opened, I believe. Oh yeah, you guys, we aren't we aren't doing that. Mission every time. Space, in addition to an updated orange mission, a brand new green mission will take guests on a stunning tour around Earth with younger mm. cadets joining the adventure for the first time. Have they done that? Yeah. 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 We did that like the weekend. Yeah, opened. but was it really that different? Yeah. Uh, we didn't do no Sinise, baby. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. I know they took Sinise <laughs> out, but <laughs> and new restaurant adjacent to Mission, Mission Space, a new table service restaurant will invite guests to travel high above the earth for an unforgettable dining experience. So we we got all of those things in 2017, and they what. Three out of four or three out of five of them opened this year. 
Or a year before? I can't believe that was that long ago. Can you believe they announced Space Charant in 2017? <laughs> no. And we didn't get it until this well, year. Well, it was originally supposed to be 2019 that it was going to open. February, winter winter 2019, I think is what it was. I mean, I would be eager to know all of the podcasts that we recorded from the time this was announced. <laughs> that you and I, Scott, specifically were like, where's Space Charant? Yeah. <laughs> and excite we're so excited about it. Oh, we were so bu- we were so psyched, and then I got to be honest. I think I think Space Durant here really hurts the delivery because that was such an overpromise compared to what it ended up being. I mean, it made it sound like it was going to be a planetarium with dining, and it is as we've said before you know the microsoft windows screensaver of going through space i and i think that at the time when we were doing our d23 recap you and i were like i love a planetarium you're like i also love a planetarium (laughs) we're like so this is a no-brainer this is gonna we are gonna love it we're gonna be here every trip gonna be sick it's not (laughs) sick you're you're the fact that they can't loop an hour from us like from a shuttle from the space station something or maybe it's mind-boggling i guess like it looks like encarta here's (laughs) my problem with with where the technology today for screens and for projection and things like that is so good and nobody cares if it's earth they want to see a friggin' nebula and a galaxy, and interesting stuff on the board. It doesn't have to be reality. It can be really cool stuff. Give the people the nebulas. It's what they want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. That's what people like when they talk about space. Yeah, they do. Well, let me get a nebula. But yeah. that's that's what's wrong with it. I mean, okay, Earth's down there. You know, We know it's a elevator. Yeah, up. but we all know what Earth looks like. Just, like, give me something that has some... Cla- like, I just want... A, a 4K image. Like, is that too much to ask? Yeah. I, well, and that's... It's I 2022. Think, I think that, too, would make... A, if you were looking down on Earth and getting, you know, ultra-high-def satellite imagery of in, Earth, it would like, be really cool. In, like, 8K. Yeah. Like, like if you amazing. were watching... If you were going over Italy, and then you were going over Israel, and then you were going over Iran, or whatever, like, you could look down, and you could be like, oh, I recognize... These places on Earth, I totally recognize. Do you see that nuclear reactor? You can't though, because you're attached. I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, you're attached at the the spot. You're not moving. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When you're right, I thought the same. I thought the same thing, but it should still be. They should have used real space, and not as Matt says in Carta. And, so not, and, not to, and, and not to cast the Spurgeons on Encarta, which I love. Well, in its time. Yes. Still love it. All right, so let's talk about Epcot 2017 announcements. Where would we grade this as a whole? Oh, I would like to add one oh, more thing to this. by all means. It's not Space Durant. I think to take a poll. What's the current movie slash circle vision situation in China? Rob, I'm going to let you go first. You tell me what's going on in China in Epcot. Is there a movie? What movie is it? Is it the movie Watchers that... Watchers of China or something? Okay. I believe Stop. it is the new one, yeah. Okay. Matt. I have not been to it. Oh, I, I don't know. There is no movie in China. Uh, really? <laughs> According to the current Epcot map, 
There's just nine Dragons Restaurant, Lotus Blossom Cafe, and the Joy of Tea. I in thought China. they opened the new one. I think they did, and I think they have since closed it. It was called Reflections oh. of China. Wait, that and was it what the old ones was. That's no, what the, old the Wonders of China. Oh, I had the old name. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then it says closing date 2022. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what what are we doing here? That's got to be. I'm giving at least a grade off for lack of of China movie. <laughs> oh, I'm giving it a solid D slash F. Really? Mm. Yeah. For space throughout mostly, or for how long? The stupid. Uh, I, it, yeah. Okay, I understand COVID, but come on, come on! Like <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. Can but we? We'll. We'll. I'll all give you a year or so. Yeah. But. Because what we're not mentioning is what Epcot looks like in the meantime. Epcot is not a park you would want to go to for the first time right now. It is. It's, no. It ain't pretty. We only like it mm. because we know what it can be yeah. or what it used to and be. And Future World or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. World called. Discovery. I don't even. <laughs> and that's imagination. Well, I, and the and I don't even like. I'm not even doing this as a bit. Like people are like, I'm, I still call it MGM. Like I legitimately don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't know what the, the the areas are called in whatever new future world is, and I and it's not or like it, it's it's out of pure discovery. it's out of pure indifference and the nature. fact that it's it's not well uh, communicated. So like it's not like me doing a bit. It's stupid, and future world is a disaster right now. Scott, what's your letter grade? C. I mean, I can't hit it that hard. They're still coming eventually. It's yes. just... I would say C as well, because just because of the unknown. I'm giving them points for the unknown. I'm going C minus. And Rob, you're a D, right? Okay. All right, let's just talk. Let's talk two attractions from 2017 in Magic Kingdom Park. First of all, we got Tron-themed attraction. Oh, good God. The highest-rated attraction at Shanghai Disneyland is coming to Tomorrowland in a new area near Space Mountain. And man, and it's so great. Opening will be announced at a later date. (laughs) (laughs) And then, here's an even better one. I love this. Live Entertainment Theater, based on the iconic Willis Theater in (laughs) 1920s Kansas City, where Walt lived after he left Marceline. This new addition to Magic Kingdom Park will be located off Main Street, USA, and will be opening in an entirely new venue for world-class entertainment. I forgot about this. So what do we grade these two guys? <laughs> I think this is a more appropriate D. I mean, the one did, D did the not happen. The one is happen. happening. Man, I, for, I completely forgot about it's this. literally not existing. Yeah, this is like a D minus. <laughs> I mean, they, they got like a half of... Is there... Is, I mean, <laughs> What's the TikTok sound? I, I can't give you a zero. What is it from? Because yeah, next time I... I, I Oh man! I can't. I will. If if I could, I would give you a zero, but, but I, I cannot. So I give you a, a one. one. <laughs> there you go. So obviously, these two just did not. I mean, Tron, I mean coming. Tron's coming along. Tron is coming yeah. along. The entertain live entertainment theater did not come along. So you just know, I don't even know. The, the, the problem with the entertainment theater thing is that, like, when this was announced, <laughs> I was like... Entertainment theater. That's what it's called. I didn't even know. Like, I'm like, okay, that sounds sort of interesting. We'll get some more information on that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm like, this is a, a I believe they had concept art. I yeah, think they had they a did. picture of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, I didn't quite... I still didn't quite understand, like, what it entailed. Like, it was very vague, and I'm like, what is exactly is this? And I was like, okay, I'll wait for some more information. Because like, I wasn't, I'm like, that's interesting. But that's about as excited as I was. As a, that's interesting. 
So you're just mentioning the things that were specific to the parks. Yes. And Walt Disney Parks panel. Parks what, panel. What else do you have on your mind, Rob? Um, something that will probably... It was either 15 or 17. It had to have been 15. What? Uh, the re-theming of Paradise Pier to Pixar Pier. Oh, yeah. That oh, was, yeah. I believe, 15. That was sad. That was I, a sad I may day. have left that out. Yeah, that was a sad day. Yeah, we don't talk about well, that. Well, actually, no. Um, that is on my list. Uh, I have Paradise Pier will become Pixar Pier in Disney California Adventure. I hate, I hate. We don't talk about yeah. Pixar. We also, I mean, some other things that we got out on, out on the West Coast, we got um, building on the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy of Stories will soon join Spider-Man and the Adventures in what will become the completely immersive superhero universe at Disney California Adventures. So this was the what? Precursor? first precursor to Marvel Avengers Campus. Campus. You could have, I could have just been plopped into this podcast <laughs> and been like, what are they talking about? I have no, I have I never know. heard those words. We also, order. this is interesting. In 2017, we learned that the minivan service would start oh, later that month. Oh my god, here we go. Oh, yo, sick. Everything, everything's <laughs> cyclical. <laughs> um, we also got the Disneyland Skyliner and the Disney Riviera Resort, which I think both oh, panned out extremely oh, those, well. I would the give the Skyliner high, high marks for the Skyliner. And you, I mean, honestly, you said Disneyland. No, I, I know. I'm, I bounced over because we were okay, talking about okay. I, I, w- I asked the question. He was just focusing on parks because I was trying to remember the things that they talked about. And the Riviera was... To I me, think, they, they delivered on... Uh, that was yeah. quick. That was, you know, that went up. I, I like it much more to visit than to probably stay there, but... Damn it, Scott. How long are you going to dangle this carrot on the stick until you mention that damn Mary Poppins ride? Well, Mary That's Poppins 19. was 2019. I know. Which, you know... Well, let's, let's go back to MK. Let, let's give the grades for MK. Have we done that? We have not. Okay, so we've got the theater and the and the Tron that is still building. D. I think D. we all said D, right? Oh, did we all say D? Yeah, okay. and Rob all is right. like D minus. Okay, all right. And so then what else? Do you want to talk about Riviera? Why don't we talk about, why don't we go to 2019 okay. and talk a little bit about what we had there? Because we're already getting pretty far into the, the episode here. Um, so 2019, we got the finalization of the Mickey's Mini and Ru- Mickey and Minnie Runaway Rail- Railway. Jeez, I can never say that. I swear to God. It is a mouthful. Yeah, it is. We got the new Cirque du Soleil show. Aww. We got Disney. Is that happening? Disney stores. It's current. Current. Disney it's stores at Target. How'd that pan out? I mean, it was only 25 stores, but they made it a huge part. <laughs> and we learned a lot about the Avengers Campus that year as well. Which I have not been to California, so I really can't speak to it. Me neither. Me neither. Wait, we got a dud of a... So, wait, so what was the first one now? Uh, First one was the finalization of the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway, which was we had learned about before. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is a great attraction. Now, this is where where Matt was really getting at. In a moment that none of the 6,800 fans in the Hall D23 will ever forget, Disney legend Dick Van Dyke oh, joined Chapek on nice. the Hall 23 stage to reveal that World Showcase will become the first attraction inspired by Mary Poppins in Cherry Tree Lane, which will join the United Kingdom Pavilion as an entirely new neighborhood. Will Dick Van Dyke see this attraction? I'm not so sure that he I don't will. Think so. He looks he looks bad. He looks a little rough. 
Uh, some other world hundred years old. Yeah. Like he looks better than Tom York. <laughs> Before we crap on Epcot, yeah. we, they also announced a new restaurant called Le Creperie de Paris coming to Epcot. Uh, they announced the Beauty and the Beast sing along, joining Impressions de France. Still haven't done that. Uh, like, Matt, we've done it. Yeah, you doesn't feel like I did. <laughs> the Canada Pavilion will be home to Canada far and wide in Circle Vision 360. No. Has not happened. Yeah, yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, how's that? Just great people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I need I've to seen that. I don't know. I why yeah, I was saying I haven't. I, I would like to do that. And uh, let's mm-hmm. see here. Epcot Signature Festivals will have a new home base and a pavilion that will offer stunning views of World Showcase and the distinctive three level structure. I forgot about this. Will be an especially wonderful vantage point from which to view the wait, parts. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that whole thing. <laughs> Epcot's signature festivals will have a home base and a new pavilion that will offer a stunning view of World Showcase and the distinctive three-level structure will be an especially wonderful vantage point from which to view and witness Where was this supposed to be? Um, it's like near Spaceship Earth, right? Yeah, to the right. It. No, I think behind it. Oh, I thought like it was where the fountain, be... Like kind of where the fountains were. Yeah. What? Like before. Okay, yeah, I guess they were going to clear that out. Yeah, and, and we were getting our... Statue, right? As well, which I think is stuff. That's still I, it, ha- it has. To but they have chopped this down at least a couple of levels from the three. <laughs> do you remember how it was like on the third level? There'll be trees. Like, do you remember how yes, like fancy I do. it I, was? That, I remember that uh, concept art. I oh remember yeah, remember the trees. I, yeah, I do too. I was not. I was not present for this. So we also learned about the play pavilion. Oh my god! And for the first time, we learned about Disney Genie. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, R.I.P. to my poor, naive soul. Have to pay respects. Yeah, F. F. Disney Genie will make planning easier and more fun by providing guests with customized itineraries geared to princesses, thrill seekers, foodies, families, and more. You know, and and you know what? I think it has gotten really fun. (laughs) That's a quote. Okay, so we got... Two, maybe three more things here to talk about uh, from 2019. 2019, we heard about World Nature, where guests visiting this neighborhood will meet and play with magical living water, which has a mind of its own, in a new attraction, Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, which we have not seen hide nor hair of yet. I will give them some leeway on the 2019 stuff. Just because because of COVID? Because of COVID. Oh, God, that is such a lame press release. (laughs) Well, my question, Rob, do you want to give them leeway on Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge? Um, (laughs) No, because it's It's not not happening. No, it's not happening. Yeah. So I think it's... Got repurposed. I think it's uh, easy to give Reflections and Mary Poppins an F. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I... and then the final thing was the in-depth description of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, let me read this because I think it's a good... Was this the announcement? Well, no, they announced that it was coming in 2017, mm-hmm. but we heard the details more specifically in 2019. Okay. Uh, prepare for the out of, ultimate out-of-this-galaxy adventure. When guests board the Halcyon for a two-night adventure at Walt Disney World Resort, they'll depart together as they would on any cruise. But unlike most cruises, they'll live out their multi-day story as it interweaves with characters from a galaxy far, far away. You never know who you might encounter. And every window has a view that looks out into space. The journey will feature incredible dining, a spaceport day at Batu, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and special activities, including an opportunity for both kids and grown-ups alike to learn how to wield a lightsaber. It, 
It does describe what it is. It's exactly what it is. It doesn't talk about price, but that's not the point of the parks panel. It's real expensive. Yeah, I mean, that is exactly what it is. I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. Remember our reaction to the Imagineer that did this presentation? I don't actually Was it awkward? She was... We were not impressed. She was very tongue-tied. Just, and I... An Elizabeth Holmes type. <laughs> um, yeah, physically, yeah, I think yeah. she is. Was. Yeah. yeah. I do remember this. I feel like I should go back and listen to our like quick podcast. It, it was... Um, yeah. I, it, as far as what they... Deli- it's an A to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, they it's, did what they said they were going to do. Yeah. It it's, just happened... As much as we're not a fan of it, and it's still... Yeah, I agree. That's an A. Mm, that's an A. Okay, so what is everyone's lowest grade of something that actually happened? Star Wars Land. No I, doubt. I think it probably has to be. Yeah, I think that's mine. Great. What do you mean? Just... Some, like, what did you give the lowest grade to something that was actually implemented? So yeah, you can't like, say Mary Poppins. So you can't say Mary Poppins because that wasn't implemented. Well, no, technically still happening. No. No. I mean, they're saying... What's-his-name said it's still happening. Yeah, I don't believe it. Listen to the last podcast. Oh, fix the Yeti. That's the... (laughs) Okay. That was a promise made specifically to Matt Walsh in 2013. Face-to-face. Talk to Joe Rody. I remember. I said, Joe, I don't know if I'm ever going to be afforded another experience like this (laughs) to ask you to your face, is Disney going to be fixing the Yeti? And he said, yes. I believe he used the phrase, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) So if we have any power on this podcast, we need to put Matt in front of Joe Rody again and say... I have photos of that moment (laughs) that you could just be like, hey, remember this? No, but the thing is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I, if I, like, if I saw Joe Rody today and I'm like, and like... We were sitting at the bar or whatever, and I was gazing into his giant ear holes, and he was like, oh, sorry, one giant ear hole, singular. And I was like, listen, you definitely don't remember this. I talked to you at D23 Expo in 2013, and I know that you get this all the time. I asked you about the Yeti and fixing it, and you said, and I quote, I promise we will fix it. I know you're not really, you're only mildly associated with Disney. I feel like his response would be like, if it were up to me, it would already have been fixed. Let's yeah. kill Pop Chapek. <laughs> yeah. You I'm and like, me, buddy, ride or die. And I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That Joe, escalated quickly. Joe, I don't want to commit murder tonight. He's like, get in my... <laughs> what kind of car Get in my Joe? Prius. What kind of car Prius. Is Joe? Do you know, you know who's Rony currently Rony. employed by now? Who? Virgin Galactic. Oh, Ooh, shoot. He's a Branson man. Yeah. Branson Manson. Going to space. He would. Yeah. yeah. Well. Black, the black hole. <laughs> that's that's really all I've got as far as uh, things to grade, but I uh, feel like we, we got a chance to look back, do a little bit of retrospective. Yeah. Um, it is interesting to go back with some of this stuff. I know. It's I would like, have loved to listen to our... Um, like our podcast, like our immediate I, reactions. Yeah, I, we should have gone yeah. back at least the 2019 one, maybe the 2017 one, to kind of get and 
honorable mention to the Lizzie McGuire series. It's never happening. It was also announced in 2019. Was there was so, a lot of excitement about I know. that. I feel like I, I was on the vanguard with the Mary Poppins thing. Because like he came out and I was like, this isn't going to happen. I just, really? like, yeah, I just, I was like, something. That day was me. etched in amber for me. Like that, that day <laughs> could have been yesterday for how well I remember everything that happened. Yeah. That was a weird day. <laughs> Is that when I had ice cream, uh, sidewalk ice cream? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> Definitely. Shout out some jerk with a camera. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Oh golly. <laughs> Shout out Matt who was, you know. Changing the course of our vacation from Pennsylvania. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, does anybody have any uh, last call items? No. Yeah, me neither. No. No. All right, guys. Well, it's been real. It's been, it's been fun. It's been fun. <laughs> it just hasn't been real fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.